It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a hot minute, bro. I tell you, it's never nothing is more humbling than uh, you know coming back into the studio after 21 days and then speaking into the microphone while it's on mute. It's a good time, and you should really try it. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, this is Ears Up Podcast, everybody. Um, this is our first show for March. It's a little uh, later than normal because, uh, well, you know, life happens. You know what I'm trying to say? Yep. Um, but before we get into all of that, thank you, everybody, for uh, listening and watching live in the chat room on our YouTube channel. Uh, what I'm going to do eventually, I've been threatening to do this forever, and I figured out a way to do... To do to, to have my cake and throw it at people too, or whatever the saying like is. That, yeah. um, <clears throat> excuse me, is to broadcast on YouTube and Twitch at the same time. Oh, okay. I think Twitch is a cooler platform than YouTube. There's more engagement. There's more. I think people who fit our demo. Right. You know what I mean? Um, well, I don't even know what that means. I'm trying just to use it as words. They, oh, I thought demolition. Yeah. As we just people self-destruct. We wanna, people we want to bowl over. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're going to self-destruct. Basically, we're going to change the format of the show, and we're just going to be... Uh, you know, the, the, there's a guy who, like, has his goal is to be stung by every kind of creature, and then he rates it on his own pain scale? That's what we're going to do. Wait, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. We're going to start doing that, because the Disney thing is, I'm over it. I can't monetize it. So we're going to monetize stinging. So uh, sign up for Patreon. You go to patreon.com slash ears up. And uh, every dollar donated, Terrence will get stung. <laughs> so try that. I think that'd be great. No. I've only been stung once in my life. By the love bug. Yeah. Shot to the heart. <laughs> By what? Like a bee, a bee or a wasp, a wasp or some nonsense? Yeah. I was uh, camping. And uh, we, we camp where there's outhouses. And so I... Um, Sat down, okay, and imme- immediately jumped back up because it got me right in the, um, right in the, right in the, right in the, not the booty, it, the the booty, but lower, the, it, no, in that area, but the the target, yeah, the target, wow, the center of the target, no, yeah, 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 wow. yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if I, I'd be willing to bet you're the only human being that's ever happened to. I don't because that is super. I mean, that's, it's that's precise. It's very it's precise. Bullseye, yeah. yeah. Right. I, I want to Google that, but I kind of don't. How, <laughs> you know what you should do is go on Reddit. Oh. Gosh. And just post like how many people have actually been stung in the center of the target <laughs> by a wasp. <laughs> All right, let me do that. I think it'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, anyway, everybody, welcome to the show. We have a cool show for you today, of course. I say that all the time because I mean it all the time. Uh, today is a Disney news-heavy uh, show. It's actually all we're, we're doing <clears throat> because, like I mentioned, we are... Um, um, what did I mention? I don't know. We have some cool stuff happening in the studio, and I'll get to that in a second. But uh, what has been happening, there's a ton of Disney news that's super relevant to what's to, to the parks and, and to kind of what we've been talking about in the past. So uh, we're just going to take a moment and talk about it and, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, do some armchair Imagineering maybe and kind of uh, discuss some things. Uh, I'm padding a lot of the, the news or some of the news, yeah. the Disney news, um, that's super important with just other nonsensical Disney news because I think it's fun. Yeah. Um, and then we'll just wait until we get to the end and then we can talk about some of the changes that are happening at Disneyland and yeah. DCA and if it's good or bad or otherwise and, and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. I was the, actually sitting down and thinking about some of the stuff today. I have uh, 
I have some ideas. Of course you do. Yeah. Of course you do. Um, people upset. Yeah. The <laughs> other reason uh, while the show is just about Disney news and we haven't had a whole lot of time is because Taryn's child escaped her womb <laughs> two weeks early. So now we have a baby. Yay. Taryn and I have a child. Um, which is why it's only Taryn tonight in the studio clapping. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Bev's late, and uh, Taryn is feeding the child. Her name is Alice. So Bev's going to have a baby as well. Bev's, that's She's just what happened. Bev's late. Right. <laughs> Bev is late. No, I'm not. Nope. Rude. That's Bev. Uh, yeah, so that's been fun. Honestly, it's been a lot more fun than I thought it would be. Um Basically, yeah, two weeks early. Yeah. Uh, everything's fine. Still to term, apparently. You can be two weeks early and still carry to term, like yeah. full term. Um, and, uh, you know, we were supposed to be in Costco at the time, but Taryn's like, I don't really feel well. I feel just tired. I'm not like, you know, I'm not ready to go. I don't want to go out. Let's just take a nap. Right. We were going to take naps. Mm-hmm. I had been, so I told her <clears throat> before, uh, during this the, this whole experience, I go, either two things are going to happen when you, uh, or possibly both when you finally have the child, when we have to go to the hospital, right? right. One is either I'm going to have a couple too many beers at night and you're going to have to drive yourself to the hospital right. after your water breaks and they tell you, because when your water breaks, it's not, let me start over. It's not like the movies and you know this, but I'm yes. telling people who right. don't know. No, I know. It's not like the movies were like, splash, oh my God, my water broke. Take me to the hospital. What movie was that? Was it Coneheads when she God. flooded the entire trailer? <laughs> <laughs> we come from France. And... um. It's not like that at all. Right. You, your water breaks, and then you call the hospital, mm-hmm. the labor mm-hmm. and delivery line, and they go, well, okay, well, what time did it happen? Did it have an odor? Like, all the... Right. Like, this yeah. is weird. Sorry, kids. Yeah. This is an advanced biology for Jason. I'm like, right. what? Right. What? The body has an... Oh. Um, and then they'll either tell you to wait mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you're not having contractions, or come on in, and they could they could then discharge you. Right. So, happens to Taryn. They go, okay, well, just come on in sometime in the next hour. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, we have time. Right. I'm trying not to panic. Right. And, then, and then so right. non-panic Jason kind of takes over, mm-hmm. which is not really there all the way. He's like... Non-panic Jason is Jason pretending not to panic, but still panicking, right? Sort of. Okay. Remember that movie, Multiplicity? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. With that non-panic Keaton. Jason is like the eighth iteration of Jason, <laughs> where he's just barely functioning, but fun. Right. It's yeah. the copy of the copy of the copy. <laughs> yeah. <right>. Again. <laughs> You're the only other person I know that knows that movie, man. That's Why awesome. did I just that? My brain is broken. It's Why did good. I make that? Anyway, um, so at the time we had a rotisserie chicken in our rotisserie, right? And it was like there's eight minutes left, in the mm-hmm. thing. and I'm like, okay, here's what I got to do. I got to go finish packing my bag because we haven't finished packing our go big yet because we got two weeks exactly. Yeah. And I was actually going to do it later that day. I told her about an hour previous. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, we should probably get this done, right? Which is all me. Her, she's been packed for two years, I think. But uh, <laughs> just you know, I haven't yeah. done it. And uh, so I'm like, I'm gonna f- pack and do all the things. If we don't have to be there for an hour, right. it's twenty minutes away. I'm gonna cut up this chicken <laughs> because we were uh, making meals to freeze. Right, so, um, so we don't have to like cook dinner and make food and stuff. That's the mindset of the copy of the copy of the copy, right? Right. Okay. That's non-panic Jason going. Well, you said that we were going to freeze chicken, <laughs> right? So we might as well freeze chicken now. And I'm right. like, and then the rest of me is going like in unison. What are you doing? Right. And right. and but non-panic Jason said, and he's like, well, the plan was to freeze the chicken, oh, and gosh. you should probably shred it, not just cut it. 
or just freeze it and put it in a bag whole. No, cut it and shred it because we're making enchiladas. It'll be a lot easier to shred right. when it's warm. And then I, I sense something behind me and I turn around. It's Taryn. I'm like, oh, you're ready to go? She's like, yeah. I'm ready to go to the hospital I'm and like, have our baby. Yeah, and then and then that's when it hit me. I'm like, I'm stupid. Yeah. I need to stop and I need to put this away. Right. And so I just put it into the work, threw it in the fridge, and I was like, mm-hmm. let's go to the hospital. Right. And we get to the hospital and she wasn't having contractions, so kind of hung out there. Anyway, long story short, 17 hours later, she goes into labor. Hmm. Three hours of pushing, she has a kid. We have a wow. kid. Wow, it's awesome. Yeah, it's a trip, man. So what's been the best thing so far? Uh, oh man, do I say something fun? No. Um, <laughs> the best thing about the best thing about it is I can take naps now. Like I've okay. always wanted to take naps. Oh, actually, going back to let's rewind a little bit. Going okay. back to the the thing where she would have to drive herself. Either I had because I gave you one of two options. Okay. Either I would drink too much. Which right. look, I'm not a. I don't drink too much normally, but it right, happens. Right, right. I'll have three beers, and I, I'm not going to drive my pregnant wife around. Right. It's insane, because right. our hospital's 20 minutes away. That's not gonna, I'm not going to do that. Um, the other thing would be, because I don't sleep well right. often. Right. I'm like awake. I'll wake up at 3 or 4, and I'm up I've until like 1 or 2. I've heard the emails from you at three, 3 or 4 in the morning. For I sure, yeah. yeah. And they, they're they just total gibberish. They're yeah, they're frontier nonsensical. Gibberish. Like, go to sleep, Jason. <laughs> right. I can't do it. My, I just I get like antsy. Right. I said, so it's either I'm going to too many beers or that's going to happen. Where I'm going to mm-hmm. be up super early and you're not going to go into labor till super late and right. I'm not going to have time to nap. That's exactly what happened. I had woken up that morning at three o'clock in the bloody morning <laughs> and we were about to lay down on the couch at two o'clock to take naps. Nice. Nice. And then it happened. And I'm like, that's how it happens. Man, this is not. Uh... Anyway, um, the best thing so far, I don't. I... <laughs> Seeing a, a a human being boot up over the course of like a month <laughs> is really kind of how I'm how I put it. Okay, where you know her eyes are at first couple of days they're just like going left and right and they're cross eyed and they're not and then yeah, one's yeah. up and one's down and then one pops out and no, no but uh, <laughs> and then now watching those eyes coordinate. Yeah, yeah. And and not necessarily track yet because they're not designed to yet, early, but yeah. they're starting to just all these kinds of of things and watching her biological functions come up boot up, right? right and right. Um, she had a little bit of a, of a, of an issue. She came out uh kind of uh, twisted a little weird and and kind of she was in the birth canal for 3 hours, not 3 hours, but 2 hours. Okay. But then she came out real fast. Right. And apparently, baby, like a torpedo, like a tor- basically, she like shot slith- across the she room, like slithered. It was weird. I saw it out of the corner of my eye. I was, I was, I wanted you were to be at the head. I wanted to be north, but because of the equipment in the room, I was more at the equator. Oh, right. So, um, okay, well, and, and apparently, like babies get compressed when they come out, yes, and they it do. squeezes all the fluid out of their lungs. Well, she didn't have that happened to her right so we had she was in the NICU for a couple of days okay. just to make okay. sure that her she had rapid breathing okay just okay. to make sure that it wasn't a um an issue right because Taryn right. had a little bit of a fever during labor and right, whatever right. so everything was fine it was scary there for a couple of days we were there a couple of days longer than anybody deserves to be yeah um yeah but anyway overall she's a healthy baby she sleeps a lot and she's That's eating good. a lot and um she's pretty chill what, what's the name Alice. Alice Marie Petros. Nice. Beautiful. She's like 11 days old or 10 days old or something like that right now. She's that young? Uh, born on the like 11th. It, wow. Today's like the, the 22nd. 20, 22nd. Feels like it's been longer than that. 11 days old? Yeah, 11 yeah. days old. 
If you trust me, it feels like <laughs> no. But you know, honestly, it's not. It hasn't been super terrifying. It hasn't been like, well, you're never going to get sleep. Right. Be prepared to wake up and you're right. Right. It's. I mean, we wake up. It took a couple days to be like, oh, it's four in the morning. Oh, it's five because she was cluster feeding when we came home. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was tough, mainly yeah. on Taryn because she's probably the one doing the feeding. She's probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> but otherwise, I mean, she's just been. Uh, maybe we've got lucky, or maybe everyone kind of blows it out of proportion or both but no you got lucky yeah you got lucky yeah because it doesn't work like that with every kid some kids like my first kid was the best birth control in the world for a long time (laughs) but you know it gets easier i wish that taryn was in here because i want to see her take on it i want to you will she'll come back she'll she'll come back and uh um you know i mean we have feedback yeah. For God's sake. So she has to come back point. and do her job. I could hear her listening to the, or watching the Sharks game in there. She's watching so, the Sharks. Yeah, We're missing is. the Sharks game. Like, you can watch it while you're feeding. She's like, Perfect. Sure, she's still feeding. She's, still <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm done. Anyway, that's the exciting news over here at Ears Up Studios. So we had to push the, excuse me, we had to push the recording dates back a little bit. Uh, our next live show, which we've never announced before ahead of time, will be on the 28th of March. And it'll be the second show for March. Mm-hmm. So check that out. Um, Sabres and Superpowers is going to drop soon for uh, for the month. I just need to get the files for Anthony. Um, segue into Anthony's world, to Kanye's world. He got a job in Austin, Texas. Nice. Right. So yeah. he's moving, I think, next week. That wow, fool's that moving. Soon. Yeah. Well, he didn't have a job. That's before. actually the best place. In the, I mean, that's one of the music capitals. For Kanye, yeah. Kill it. Drop album after album. Yes. Um, so he's going to try to get Sabres and Superpowers up to being recording, you know, uh, live, like for, f- on his end, and then his co host will still be up in Sacramento, wherever. Right, we're right. Um, but there may be a delay for that show in April. I don't know. He has no idea how to set up. He just, I told him, don't worry about it. If we need to postpone it for a month, it's fine. You just get your life situated up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, get up there, get a place, unpack, unwind, because he's a very tense young man. He hand, does not handle stress well okay. at all. Okay. So I go, just don't worry about it, bro. We'll figure it out. If right. your co-hosts need to do it, a, a, a quick 15-minute show just to tide everybody over, then they'll do that. Right. Whatever right. happens, just we'll figure it out. So if you're a Saber and Superheroes uh, fan, Sabres and Superpowers fan, you will uh, uh, forgive any delay mm-hmm. in that show, uh, but March should drop soon. Um, if you want to support the show, you can go to earsuppodcast.com and you can figure out all about the ways to do that whole thing. We have Coveyors. Go to getcoveyors.com. I actually put up a new pair of Coveyors. Oh. Two new pairs of Coveyors, excuse me. Okay. One, all white. Oh, okay. So I figured, like, you got the black hat. Just all white. Do the Mickey glove thing if you want. Old school. That'd be great for um, Dapper Day. Yeah, for Old sure. Old school, yeah. Absolutely. I, like um, I thought you could also, if your kids want to make their own ears and you don't want them to be riding on the actual like ear, you know, right. you should buy a pair of white cub ears and give them a marker, a couple nice. markers, and you can draw mommy and daddy or draw the fish or well, I don't know, whatever they want to draw. I like that. Uh, the other thing is I finally got the customization option to work. Nice. So I can print photos of grandma. I can print happy birthday. I can print I love churros. If you want to, if you want Terrence holding all his churros on the coveyors, I got you. Do it. So yeah. uh, that's on the website. You can also email me uh, at Jason at getcoveyors.com or here at the at the show, and mm-hmm. uh, we can talk about any photos you want or any graphics you want. Okay. It might take a little bit if you want something super custom. Right. Uh, but those are two options I've been working on for, well, one option I've been working on for a long time, mm-hmm. and finally 
we moved into the house, the kid's out, like everything's fine. We should be moving forward with that whole kind of thing. And I'm hoping to nice. get some more designs up and all this kind of fun stuff. So that's progressing. So watch that um, as well. You can also uh, shop via Amazon. Everyone shops via Amazon. So you can do that off our page as well. Um, you can support uh, our friends Sabers and Superpowers. They have a, a you know they're obviously our podcast and uh, subscribe to them on iTunes and rate them because they're uh, it's a good show, man. Super nerd, super deep. It's like the deep web for Marvel nerds and Star Wars nerds. Um, any feedback on the show goes to Taryn at earsup-podcast dot com. Any show suggestions, guest suggestions, topics, or any other unfunny memes goes to Terrence T E R R E N. C-E. You can say hi, hi to Bev, and anything else comes to me. I'm Jason at earsup-podcast.com. Don't forget to check out our blog. We have some cool Disney info, like our brand new blog post from our pal Kyle on why DCA is actually okay for a theme park. Yep. It's very different than Disneyland, um, and it's uh, functional in, in the way that theme parks are moving forward in the future. And mm-hmm. so Kyle uses his vast knowledge and... Uh, it's really good. And works on that. It was a good article. Yeah, it's not too bad, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Let's do some Disney news. Terrence, this is one for you. You'll love this one. Okay. Disney's Black Panther just broke a nine-year record. Oh, Nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. Early in his tenure, CEO Bob Iger wisely started on an acquisition spree, buying up Pixar in 2016, uh, 2006, Marvel in 2009, and Lucasfilm in 2012. Uh, but it has been the performance of Disney's studio division that has allowed the company to weather weaker television performance um, with an estimated $27 million in domestic box office gross Disney's Black Panther finished number one in the box office on the weekend ending March 18th, which marks the fifth consecutive weekend Black Panther has led the box office, a feat not accomplished since when? When was the last last movie to go five rounds at number one on the box office of the weekend? Man, I'd like to say a Star Wars movie, but I'm thinking maybe Titanic? Avatar. Oh, that movie was terrible, but but it was a it was a it was a money maker, man. Right? Yeah, and that's where Black Panther is. Not a Star Wars movie, oddly enough. That, I know, and that is strange. I think that with the uh, um, the Star Wars movies, a lot of people go and see them initially, and it kind of yeah. waned. Yeah, Black Panther. Like, I keep thinking, I want to go see it again. Like, it, it was that good of a movie. I haven't seen it yet. I want to. I really do. It I just I don't go to the so movies, man. Good. I haven't seen Last Jedi. I have it at home. I haven't seen it yet. I have it. I have access to it. I haven't even watched it. Really? Because I don't care. But I want to see it because I, I feel like I have to. I feel obligated. I think you need to watch it. You need to watch yeah. that. You need to watch what was the movie you're supposed to be doing a review on. You should watch that movie, too. <laughs> I should do that, too. <laughs> hey, man, I got a kid. What do you want from me? Things have been it's been stressful. Yeah, I know. Not really. Right. It's just been tiring a little bit. Um anyway, Avatar. In the last nineteen years, Terrence, only three movies have led the box office for five consecutive weeks. So we got Black Panther, mm-hmm. Avatar. Mm-hmm. Take another guess. What movie in the last how many years? Nineteen. So Hi Bev. Hi. Hey, what's up, girl? Um Oof man. Back to ninety eight. Bev's joining us. So Bev. Yeah. Black Panther. Finished number one in the box office for three or for five weeks, which broke a record. There's only been three films in the last 19 years that have done that. Okay. Black Panther is one. Avatar is another one. 
What do you think the third one is? That's what we're doing right now. Give me a minute. <laughs> do, do, Star do. Wars? One of the Star Wars movies? None of the Star Wars movies have been f- f- number one for five weeks. Can you imagine that? Which, to me, honestly, speaks at how terrible they all have been. <laughs> Good call. Um, oh, there she goes. There's Taryn in with the baby and a glass of rosé. Yep. That's my uh, girl. girl. Titanic? Was that 20 years? That was 20 years ago. That was more than 20 years ago, right? One more chance. (sighs) The sixth sense. What? Really? Yes. Wow. The sixth sense was at the box, number one at the box office for five five weeks. That's surprising as well. Fifth consecutive weekend, I guess. Uh, But yeah, I know, right? It's crazy. Um, Although the movie was released in February... To consi- coincide with Black History Month, February is traditionally known in the film industry as a dump month, a period. <laughs> you're welcome. No comment. Right. Inappropriate. A period when studios don't release blockbusters due to lower movie attendance. For example, out of the top twenty months by box office gross, twelve are in J- July and zero are in February. So not only is it five weekends in a row, right? In a February, yeah. That doesn't apparently not, that doesn't happen. That makes sense, though. You would want to release it in summer where kids are out of school and they can go see movies more often. It's the highest grossing film released in February. Have you seen this movie? Not yet. I really want to. I've heard it's really, really good. Me too. It's amazingly good. I've heard it's a, there's a lot of problems in China. Like, the Chinese do not like Black Panther because it has a black man. Like, they're super, they're super against Black Panther. And it's just... Okay, guys, let's just relax. It's just a, it's a movie. It's fine. Wakanda's not real. Can you can you just can you just cool it with the the things, man? He made more money than another movie that opened in February, Passion of the Christ. Ha! Made Weird. more money than Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Someone wants to get that Jesus money. No, get that Black Panther money, dude. Uh, right? <laughs> that Black Panther money. Uh, anyway, I thought that was interesting. Uh, interesting story. Taryn is here. Welcome, Taryn. Hi. The milk factory is is <laughs> here and me. ready to go. <laughs> um, here's a good uh, quote by Frank Oz, who was uh, the famed puppeteer, voice of Bert, Miss Piggy, Grover, Animal, and Sam the Eagle, or Sam Eagle, which is probably my top favorite Muppet of all time. I thought it was your favorite. Them and then the curmudgeon boys. The curmudgeon boys. Lou Zealand is, is my other favorite. Which Chip is, is good. Too. He's, he throws the boomerang fish. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, anyway, he did that from 1963 to 2004. He said in a recent interview that Disney just doesn't understand the franchise's motley crew of beloved characters and has never bothered asking him for advice. He says, quote, as much as Disney loves the Muppets and wants the best for the Muppets and they truly believe they can do it, they don't get it. They don't get the true rebellion and true effect. What is going on? What is happening? What are you guys doing? Oh, what are you talking about? I was, I was listening here on the way here, and I just was telling her about the live stream. It's yeah, the YouTube is just crackly. Oh, okay. It's, I just didn't know. I don't know why. The recording's that. fine. The recording's fine. It's, We're it's all good. just, then whatever. Something okay. else. Cool beans. Sorry. That's all right. Um, the legendary puppeteer added that he doesn't mean to knock Disney. He says, they've never asked me, and they have not asked the performers how to do it. So apparently he's saying the, the people who are performing the Muppets now aren't getting the way, the feel of the Muppets and the movement and, and kind of the meaning behind everything. Um, if they just did that, the performers are so brilliant, instead of an outside person, let the performers lead. Then it would be a whole different deal. 
I agree. I think that I, I think that Disney has never gotten the Muppets. They don't right. understand the Muppets. That reboot of the Muppet Show was funny, but I don't think it really played to the Muppets' strengths. I agree. I agree. Um, and I, I, anything that they try to do in, uh, in Disneyland with the Muppets, just nobody understands because they don't. They're not doing it right. Right. I agree. So Frank Oz, man, I'm with you, bro. Frank Oz is a legend. You gotta listen to that, dude. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Uh, you want to get weird for a second? Always. Disney to ask a Toronto court to seal documents in Harvey Weinstein assault lawsuit. What? Nah, nah son. A Toronto courtroom on Monday will hear Disney argue for a publication ban on its employment agreements with a disgraced Miramax executive. Uh, the question could be central. Oh, what was the nature of Walt Disney's dealings with disgraced Miramax executive Harvey Weinstein? That question could be central to a $14 million Toronto lawsuit filed by an actress and model who alleges Weinstein assaulted her. I'm leaving out certain words. Yes. <laughs> In 2000, her lawsuit claims that the family-friendly brand, which at the time owned Weinstein's Miramax film company, should be held partially responsible for two separate alleged Response uh, assaults. Excuse me. On Monday, Disney will ask a Toronto court to seal the details of its employment relationship with Weinstein. Um, do 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 do. Here is who is saying this. Anyway, someone is saying at the time of the assaults, Disney. Now get this. Disney knew, should have known, or was willfully blind to the fact that Weinstein regularly harassed and assaulted women. Uh, this is the person who's bringing the lawsuit against them. Uh, this is her statement of claim. Although Disney could have done so, they did not take steps to overrule Miramax's business decision to accommodate and facilitate Weinstein's serial assaults in the workplace. But it's like, they, so you're saying they knew or should have known. And as a result, they yeah. didn't do anything. Well, if you're saying if you should have known, but they're saying that they didn't know, then how can they... Yeah. You it, can't hold someone... That's not negligence. It sounds like you're you're defeating your own argument. Yeah. And Unless something was brought forward and it was intentionally ignored. But that's not negligence that's, at that point. It's not... If, if, if you're saying they should have been mindful of what happened and they just didn't know, you can't get upset with someone about that and you can't hold someone legally responsible for that. If you say that they something was brought to HR's attention and they ignored it, that's completely different. Right, that means exactly. that they knew. Right. You can't it can't be both. Right. But I'm both right now. <sighs> oh yeah, whatever, sorry. Um you want to get weirder? Yeah. There's a live-action Lady in the Tramp adaptation coming to the screen. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, directed by I love the Milo and Otis. <laughs> yeah, oh my right. gosh! Yeah, I love where the red fern grows. It's <laughs> beautiful. Um, Disney has tapped. <laughs> I don't know if if like Disney's. I don't want to look. This guy, Charlie Bean. I'm sure he's a lovely young man. I'm sure he's a great dude. But it seems like Disney's kind of like reaching. Hey, you, we're doing all these like live action movies. Let's tap these directors who are either going to work for nothing, and it's a it's an IP that we don't really care about, uh, who have done just nothing. Charlie Bean directed the Lego Ninja Go movie. Oh for yeah, real dude. I remember never seeing seen that. I remember not watching that. <laughs> right. Uh, I, whatever. I just Lego. The Lego. Oh, what have you done? Well, I'm doing the uh, live action Lady in the Tramp reboot. Oh, uh, anything? Anything else? The Lego Ninja Go Go movie. Oh, oh 
Man, that yeah. one that one scene where you had the ninja star going through Who, the and he uh, was a Lego. Yeah, <laughs> and he exploded and came back together. Mind blowing. Sick. <clears throat> um, it is one of the f- priority projects for Disney's forthcoming streaming service that's slated to launch in fall of 2019. That's all. Just it was very short. You know, there's not a whole much to like uh, report, but live action, live action slash CGI. Well, obviously, but, yeah. <laughs> hey, you look confused. I don't know what part you were confused just, about. I'm I just trying to help I'm you. I'm confused go. about why all it's happening. It. That's my confusion. <laughs> I know. Why is this happening? I know. It's just. It's weird. That is weird. Um. Uh, let's see. Ah, let's get even weirder than that. Oh, good. Defendants in Disneyland Social Club lawsuit are e- are evading <laughs> are evading process servers. Man. Lawyer says I'm going to mute Terrence because he has a lot of like grunts at, about this one. Uh, a lawsuit over a dispute between two Disneyland Social Clubs took a strange turn Wednesday when a lawyer for the plaintiffs told the judge that several defendants have been trying to avoid. Why are you shaking your head? Now I'm unmuting. Why are you shaking your head? I'm not trying. Let's just go. Let's just I'm go. I'm not trying to get. Facebook stocks. I'm not trying to have nobody come after me. So you're scared. So you're afraid of the people who are saying that we don't have anything to be afraid of. I'm not afraid of the people. I just, I'm, I, nah. I'm just trying to not be in it. I'm afraid of them. Y'all figure it out. All we're doing is reporting the news. Okay. All right. We're just reading a news article, man. All right. Well, I'll approach it that way. We're just reading a news article. Okay. Look, here's my thing. If... Uh, on the one hand, you can't say that you're a social club that is all about friendship, and then on the other hand, stalk people on Facebook. So I don't think that they're going to stalk us on Facebook for reading a news article. I think that's a little bit too, uh, uh, you know, tinfoil hat, you know, government conspiracy theory. Okay, Jason. <laughs> okay, okay, Terrence. <laughs> uh, a lawsuit over a dispute at Disneyland between social clubs um, took a turn on Wednesday when a lawyer for the plaintiffs told a judge that several defendants have been trying to avoid being served to appear in court and even discussed it during an online podcast, which is not our podcast. No, it's by not. The way. Just to let everybody know that. Um, we all know what social clubs are, and we all know about the story. It's with the White Rabbits and uh, you know Lee, John Sarno and all that kind of stuff. And we've already been through the whole thing. I'm not going to go through it. But I just thought it was funny that there was a lot of stink about, well, it's, it's, it's just not really a, a, it's a lawsuit with no merit, and it's never going to get to trial. It's never yeah. going to go. <laughs> and there's a lot of people trying to ditch, trying to, trying to cut out and not be served these papers to appear in court. I just I think that's funny to me. That's funny to me. So I know when we interviewed someone involved in this case, that's what they said. There's no merit to it. Um, I'm not going to state my opinion on it. Yeah. Like I said again, if the shoe was if if I was in that situation, I would do everything in my power to prove that it was false because of the what it's what would it be doing to uh, possible members of my social club and what it's doing what it would be doing to me personally. I would not avoid anything. Um, so I don't know if they're doing it because they're lying about their involvement or if they're just trying to mess with Sarno. Maybe maybe they got I got warrants. (laughs) There's papers out on your boy. Yeah, maybe they're just trying to mess with Sarno. Maybe they're just trying to I don't know. But But it's I mean, even if you're innocent, it's never a good idea to to try to avoid being served legal documents in a superior court. Like that's not smart. It's going to happen. 
they're going to get served. You'll get a bench yeah. warrant, man. Yeah. You'll get exactly. taken in. Exactly. Yeah. What are you guys doing? You got served. Whoever it is. And look, I'm <laughs> you got served. And I'm not saying that the people who are who are avoiding service are even in the the social club. Who knows? Because there's like 23 other. They're suing Kaiser. Right. There, there's a lot of. So who knows? Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. Um, the Kramer, uh, Patricia Kramer's the um, attorney for the Sarnos, told the Superior Court Judge Ronald Bauer that she's having trouble serving a handful of defendants who said she have been purposely evading process servers by listing false addresses on public records or failing to answer the door. Isn't that illegal? For process, yeah. Okay. Uh, apparently, uh, Kramer said that they were uh, some members were heard last week discussing their efforts to evade process servers on a podcast. The defendants, quote, have been trying uh, have been quite diligent in publishing on an audio podcast things about my client, this lawsuit, and their intent to evade service. Now, here's the thing: we interview. I, I wonder if they're going to call our podcast into question about this because he I talked so. about he talked about it on our podcast. Yeah, no, he did. And but uh, I, I hope so. That'd be great. Oh, I would love to be a part of this. Good publicity. I know. Look at that. I mean, uh, twelve more likes. What? Right. <laughs> uh, no representative of Disneyland appeared at the hearing, um, but one of the defendants named in the lawsuit attended the hearing. He told the judge he didn't know most of the other defendants, and he called the dispute "quote mind blowing" and a waste of time. I, I mean, there you go. I think it's just funny, like, okay, avoiding process servers is one thing, but if you list out, and I haven't heard the show, I'm not going to, I'm assuming what the LA Times is reporting is accurate, right? but if you're going to go on your show and explain how you're evading process servers... It ain't a good look, homie. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a good look, homie. And the thing about this whole... I just don't even care. This whole case is like, I agree with them. It's pretty dumb, Mm -hmm. you know... There's some sort of truth somewhere in the middle. And but it's so hard to like figure out. Like I'm actually honest. We've talked about this so many times. I'm still confused about what this really is. Like, like who's wrong? What, <laughs> yeah. Who did what to But who? the thing is. It's intentionally Ma- vague, I think, a lot of it. But at this point, with them either. like evading yeah, it true. and doing their podcast about it and talking to us about <laughs> like all this stuff has made it completely worse. Yeah. Like that, it's made them look kind of dumb. It makes It makes the people involved look bad. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, again, what of? I don't know. I have, I have, uh, I have opinions on it, but I'm gonna keep it to myself because I have opinions on everything, and that's just that's, that's who true. I am as an entertainer, as a podcast host. You have, I have to have opinions. If you don't have opinions and you have a podcast, your podcast is inherently boring. Yes, that's just what right. it is, right? Um, but there's things that I would do that are definitely not what's happening. One of them on, is show up to court on either side, <laughs> right. right? I'm not I'm not blaming one side or the other. I'm saying both sides are kind of stupid right now. Right. But one thing I wouldn't do is a fake process servers because know, like you said, dude. it's a bad look. It's a bad look, man. Inherently because already what you're going to do um is and Taryn and I saw this in our little small claims court debacle. Mm-hmm. Like if you start acting up before you even see the judge and the judge hears how you've been acting up and then you provide proof yeah. The, the, the defense attorney provides proof, or a plaintiff, uh, the plaintiff yeah. the, the provides proof that you have been willfully dodging the court. Yeah, you're or you're not going to get a fair shake, not no. a fair shake. You're going to get a skewed shake out the gate. Yes. So so if there's no merit to this, just just suck it up, be an adult. Look, right. you got caught up in something. You don't think it's anything worthwhile. But the court, the legal system does. That's right. how it works. You need to appear for the before the judge to explain why this has no merit. Right. And then hopefully get it thrown out. That's right. what you have to do. Yeah. And if you're not doing it, 
it looks bad. Exactly. Because now it's in the LA Times. I know. <laughs> it's in your home paper, and people are laughing now. Well, they said there was going to be an article written in the LA Times about it. Well, they were there's, right. There's a more than times. one. <laughs> I don't know, man. I hope everything works out for everybody. I don't want. I don't want to see anybody go to jail over like contempt, which right, I don't know if right. it can happen. I'm just guessing, but like, just go to court. Yeah, just go to court. That's all you got to do. It's fine. You guys, you guys will be all right. I, I, I can't promise because I'm stupid. But um, speaking of stupid, speaking of stupid, <clears throat> Disneyland replaces Marine Ernie Gunny Napper's voice with a recording. At flag retreat ceremony. This legit had me seeing red. I was furious. This is ridiculous. The voice of Marine Corps Sergeant Ernie Gunny Napper, one of the one of Disneyland's most popular inspiring figures to veterans and their families attending the nightly flag retreat ceremony on Main Street, has been silenced in favor of a pre-recorded message thanking veterans for their service. I'm going to add inspiring figures to veterans, their families, and people on this show. Because I loved seeing that man take... And we've talked about it ad nauseum probably on the show about how patriotic I think this whole thing is. And I think it's great, Mm -hmm. even if it's overly patriotic to a certain degree, like a saccharinely sweet patriotic thing. I think that's okay. And Disneyland is one of the few places where you can kind of do that. And it's fine. And I think we need that. And I think for what it is. Yeah. For what it's signifying i think yeah. that it's okay absolutely and also stupid right not this disneyland no no i know what you mean yeah just add it to the list of things that they did to piss me off right this is how you kill the magic yeah. one one move at a time man yeah. uh no longer is he allowed to look veterans in the eye and repeat the words he's spoken for the last quarter century with so much passion followed by a crisp salute to honor them this is what he would say to all who stand here today and have served our nation on behalf of disney resorts and our grateful nation thank you for your faithful service to america the 68 year old marine who served 21 years as a gunnery sergeant from vietnam to the gulf war i got chills just hearing that absolutely i teared up when i saw it before me too now as of three weeks ago a similar statement comes out of faceless loudspeakers so more people on main street can hear it uh, quote, they're sterilizing a very personal, powerful part of that ceremony where Gunny connects with the veterans. Because they couldn't, they couldn't, what's the word where you make things sound come out? Speakers? They, they couldn't make his Pro- voice come amplifier? out of other Right. They couldn't give him a microphone? They, sure. That yeah, exactly. have a microphone? They, Put he, a lapel mic on him. Give, give Gunny right? a microphone, bro. How do you think that, how do you think that meeting went? So. Gunny. <laughs> We're going to make some changes. You're doing great. You're doing great. It's not you. It's actually less work for you, which is good for you. Yes. Yes. It's good for you. I wonder how many people he took out when they announced that to him. <laughs> He's... <laughs> with John Rambo on him. It's, I know. It's a, it's a little dehumanizing. It's absolutely dehumanizing. It's sanitizing. They're sanitizing yeah, it. Yeah. And it, I think it's ridiculous. And I think... Well, here, let me finish this. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, no, it's okay. In a one-sentence statement from Disney Resorts, which, again, speaking of not good looks, with all the things that have been happening around the Disneyland Resorts the last yeah, two or three months, yeah. all the negative press, you're going to release a one-sentence John about this John? Yeah. Terrible. Um, a spokesperson said, quote, for a more, huh, for a more consistent guest experience... And to ensure all guests can hear the remarks at the flag ceremony, a new pre-recorded message thanks those who have served. Cool. End quote. 
<sighs> At what point are they going to change that voice to Mickey's voice and just like make the whole thing <gasps> Hi, absolutely kids. ridiculous? Right. To all who served, we thank you. <laughs> yeah. Have a good day. Stand and join, join us and thanks to all the blah, 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 blah. Um, and here's here's just a, a little bit of history ab- about it because uh, you know maybe you missed that show to fully understand why this change so rankles those who know Ernie and what he means to this solemn nightly ceremony you have to go back to 1992 when he retired from the re- Marine Corps and started working at Disneyland as a security officer on the swing shift from 3 p.m. to 11:30 p.m. Walt Disney had already been gone 26 years and there were many nights in those early years where Ernie thought the flag retreat ceremony might go with him. He said hardly anyone was there when we took the flag down for the night. Um, it didn't seem important to anybody, but it was important to me. And I know it was important to Mr. Disney, too. Um, what would the boss, as Ernie called him, think as he looked out of his old apartment window on Main Street to see only a handful of people standing around a boombox playing the national anthem? He would not have liked it, he says. But how do you get paying customers off rides and out of shows to spend 20 minutes watching a flag come down a pole? (laughs) That's not why parents take their kids to Disneyland. That's when Ernie got this idea. Um, He took charge. He went and talked to all the VIPs. Uh, He says, Mickey and Minnie, Cinderella and Snow, blah, 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 and asked them to please stop by the flagpole at sunset and bring the kids and their families with them. This is where it gets me. Because that, because he cares. Yeah, and does. it doesn't matter and what your political leaning right. It doesn't matter what your political leaning is. It doesn't matter what you think is wrong with the country. It doesn't matter because that's the minutia. Because we're too close to the dashboard, as yes. our friend Sully says. We're too close to it. Mm-hmm. If you back up and you realize that we're all Americans, we're all here for a reason. We all want the best for the country, and and I think it pays to just at least recognize that we're all the same. We're all the same. There's yeah, no I differences. Know. You might you might lean one way. You might lean the other. I might lean the third way. Just, but yeah. at the end of the day, we're all Americans, and we all want our idyllic country. Yeah. But in order to do that, we have to work together. Yes. And yes. and 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 avoiding that it, that doesn't lead to to you know bipartisan whatever. <clears throat> anyway. Um, after that, the flag treat ceremony became an e-ticket, he said. Uh, kids became, began lining up behind their favorite Pied Piper at sunset, like the characters. Yeah, yeah. Marching to the flagpole, um, blah, blah, blah. Um, Ernie's reputation grew. Marine Corps officials came from Washington, D.C. to meet and honor him. Wow. I His- watched him. At- Sorry, I'm an It's okay. You. I watched when I went to the flag ceremony the last time we were there in November. Mm-hmm. I watched him walk around the entire circle and shake every single hand of every single veteran that was there. See, and that's... And I cried. And And it was beautiful. And you know what? Who else does that? No one. Exactly. Who else does that? I mean, I'm the guy who I, I see an old guy at a, at a, at a, at a Coco's, I don't know, whatever, anywhere, right? <laughs> right. With a, with a Vietnam veteran hat on, and I want to go shake his hand, but I I'm do. not going to interrupt him eating, like drinking his 18th cup of coffee. Anytime I see someone that says something that says veteran on, I say thank you for your service. Yeah. Because you're absolutely right. It's not about where, which way you lean. Thank you for the fact that you're helping me remain free. Thank you for the fact that you're doing, you're sacrificing yourself for me. Yeah, even even just that, right? Even yes. even even stripped down of all of that, right? Like, oh well, we're in a war; it doesn't mean anything. Whatever. This person enlisted mm-hmm. to potentially die for people they in don't even war? know. That's it. Also, in a war that they might not even believe in, but they're there to 
I know to serve our country. And a lot of them don't. Yeah. But that's what they do. Yeah. They enlisted for a reason. And just thank you for that. Same thing with cops. Yeah. Dude, same thing with EMTs. Not that yeah, they're like yeah, on yeah. the front no, lines, right. but those are people who are coming to you for. Yeah, yes. I need these first responders, man. Absolutely. Anyway, whatever. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't want to get too. The whole far. tangent. Um, Ernie says he won't lie, or the, the article says Ernie won't lie. It does hurt having to stand there silent, having his voice replaced by a recording, but he's a Marine and he knows how to take orders. Uh, he says uh, a, a recording doesn't speak with passion from the heart. There's a video of him. Um, oh, wow. There was a woman who came, I think it was right after her husband died. Yeah. And, and you could see him shaking with emotion as he, as he thanks her for her husband's service. It's crazy. I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss that. Stupid Disney. I wish we could do it. You know what? Next time any of us go to the park, because, you know, you can, you, 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 you honk off on, on social media and they don't care. Nobody cares on Disney social media. The social media is terrible. Nobody yeah. responds. Um, but go into the main street and you yeah. fill out a comment card, and apparently that is what people listen to. Yeah, because anybody can just rip something off on social media on Twitter and like, and then go eat another donut. Right. But um, if you're at the park, that's what they. So if you like Ernie and you want to hear his voice and you want to do it next time you're at the park, fill out that card, bring also, him back. Go shake that man's hand. For real. Absolutely. All right, let's do something. What is this? Oh, did I post this story twice? Am I? Yeah, I did. I was like, social club? What? What's this? Talk about it again. <laughs> We're done. Um, here's something fun. <clears throat> something fun. And I posted it on our Facebook page a while ago. Um, if you always wanted to visit... Well, here, I'll just I'll save the, the, the article. Basically, Google brought Street View um, to, uh, of 11 Disney parks to Google Maps Street View. So you can now go through. What's going on, guys? I want to switch the camera. Well, because all all I see is like gestations and you guys whispering, and so it distracts me. So I want to know what's happening. She's like, I can help. I was just trying to figure out how to switch the camera, but I don't know how. Okay, that's all. Just making sure, making sure you guys are good. Um, You can do it in VR. I have a VR headset, actually. Oh, of course you do. So we should do it. Yes, I've, I've been doing that do on my computer through Google Earth. Yeah, like at work when I should be working. And but VR, oh let's my do gosh. it. Let's do yeah, it. Let's do so he, he, here are the here are the uh, um, just exploding all over the room. Here, let me yell at Terry. <laughs> hey Terry, when you come back, find that VR headset. Okay, uh, so here are the eleven parks you can go to: Pandora, the World of Avatar, Epcot, Epcot Morocco, which I don't know why they yeah differentiate uh, Magic Kingdom. Disney Springs, which is downtown Disney, and right. it's like, okay, here's a Pandora shop, and here's a Sephora shop. Right, exactly. <laughs> I feel like I'm buying eyeliner. This is amazing. Um, California Adventure, excuse me, Guardians of the Galaxy area, mm-hmm. I don't know, Mickey and Minnie's Houses, Disney Hollywood Studios, Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park. It's, have you done it yet? I haven't done it yet, It's no. amazing. Is man. it really cool? It really is cool. That it's weird because they blur out everyone's face. <laughs> right. So that looks weird, but it's awesome just to be able to walk around the park virtually through that. It's pretty cool. How many How many people are in the shots? I imagine it was, they... It was busy. Oh, really? Yeah, it was busy. <clears throat> Figures. <laughs> All right, you want to get weird? Let's get weird. Always. Disney investors vote no on rich executive pay as union employees protest wages outside annual meeting. <laughs> That's surprising. And I forget every year because I'm a stockholder, mm-hmm. uh, I, which I feel like I say every show. You do. By the way. Bougie. Uh, well, I don't, know if you, I don't know if you knew that or not, that I own 
nine stocks in Disney. Nice. You own four pieces of four crumbles of dirt. I own nine of a stock. <laughs> yeah. Nine of a stock. <laughs> and at the meeting, I just I always forget about the, the the shareholder meeting. Anyway, Walt Disney Company shareholders turned down an authoritative thumbs down. Excuse me, turned an authoritative thumbs down in an advisory vote on the company's rich executive pay plan, which delivered thirty six. $0.3 million to CEO Bob Iger and is likely to reward him even more in fiscal 2018. Investors voted 52% against the non-binding advisory resolution on executive compensation, 44% in favor and 4% abstaining, uh, the company said in a statement from its annual meeting in Houston. It's the first time that Disney shareholders rejected the plan. The company said it will take the vote under advisement in weighing future pay. So it's just, um, it, there's no way, it doesn't mean anything. Right. So they, he could still get it. But um, I think he actually did, if I remember correctly, which yeah, broke like yesterday. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, the board decided it was imperative that Bob Iger remain as chairman and CEO through 2021 to provide the vision and proven leadership required to successfully destroy everything good about Disney. No, wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. To successfully complete and integrate the largest, most complex acquisition in the company's history, Disney said. Um, <clears throat> and bleed everybody dry. Right. Basically. Uh, as part of the extension, Iger's target annual pay was bumped by about 60%. <laughs> what? To $48.5 million a year. Nobody he, needs that amount of money. He also got stock awards. See, and that's the crazy thing. That's 48.5 salary. Yeah. Oh. Imagine getting a 60% oh. raise, homie. Imagine no, getting a 60% exactly raise. That's exactly what I just thought. Like a 60% raise to, like. Now, imagine working at Luigi's Tires. And making eleven ten seventy five, and sleeping yeah. in your back seat, and sleeping in your back seat, You're and then you see right. that your boss gets a sixty percent raise. I wonder how much thirty six point three million dollars could do if you spread that across and equally distributed it to all. The like everybody got exactly yeah. the what same that, percentage. A twelve million dollar raise or something. What if you took that twelve million dollars and distributed it to everybody in the parks? How much that would come down to? Just Probably for even just for a bonus, just for a one year. Or, you know what? Are we, are we talking about only the people at Disneyland? I don't know. We're talking about everybody, I guess. He also got stock awards worth about $100 million <laughs> that will vest over the next few years, in part depending on Disney's stock return. Disney is in heated contract negotiations with theme park owners and uh, theme park workers in California and Florida who are asking for higher wages. What I don't understand, and I, I realize I, I, I beat this topic to death and we won't do it too much longer, but um, what I don't get is... Uh, at some point, the minimum wage is going to be fifteen dollars yes. in California yes, in two thousand twenty. I think. Mm-hmm. Why not just do it now? You have money. You're successful. You're raising prices. You're seeing your employees struggling. Help your employees. I don't. You know what? I know cast members listen to the show. If you want to email me your story, yeah, and, and and tell me if if what the news media is reporting is actually accurate based on your struggles or not. How much are you struggling? Yeah. And how much work do you have to do? We'll and and what do you think about yeah. it? Do you yeah, uh, yeah? Won't read a single name. Right. Jason at earsuppodcast dot com. Absolutely. Or go on the site and then it's uh, anonymous if you want. Mm-hmm. Make up a name. I don't care. But I want to know: Does it bother you that Iger just got a sixty percent pay raise? Um, you know, and in addition uh, to in addition to a hundred million dollars in stock. Think about it. If they if he took that twelve million dollar pay raise, let's say there's what 
10 let's say there's 10,000 people yeah 10,000 people across the world that work for Disney parks 10,000 right which I think there's like 30,000 in Disneyland alone but okay wow. no yeah. really no yeah really I think so dude okay so then let's do a different number let's do just do 90,000 who knows 90,000 people sure why not? Terrence is doing math. Oh, no, they just got thirteen bucks. Keep your money. Which they would have. Which <laughs> they would have. They would gladly. That's three dollars more. No, Minimum I'm not wage. saying uh, thirteen bucks one time bonus. Oh yeah. They did it like that. No, no, no. Yeah, <clears throat> one time bonus. That's Sorry guys. Bonus. Keep your money, Bob. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> um, outside the meeting, uh, about forty employees and union activists protested the company's wages. Billy Taylor, fifty-nine, a five-year employee who works full-time training food and s- food service workers for eleven fifty an hour. Oh, oh. Terrible job. Too. Said she is on food stamps to make ends meet. She's living temporarily with her brother and his wife after car payments and other bills left her unable to pay her rent. Quote, we are creating the magic. We are creating the happiness for them, she said, motioning to children getting off school buses to attend the meeting. A coalition of 11 Disneyland unions is calling on Disney to raise its base wage to 20 bucks an hour after a survey of 50,000 workers found many were hard-pressed to pay for food and medical expenses, and 11% said they experienced homelessness in the past two years. Of 17,000 workers represented by the 11 unions, 85% now earn less than 15 an hour, with more than half earning less than $12 an hour, which is below the poverty line for a family of four. Wow. More than half of the workers in 11 unions, more than half of 17,000 people earn less than $12 an hour. And this is the park that has raised prices on you continuously, raised food prices, raised merch prices, made harder for you, uh, made it more complicated to get in the parks. You got to wait. It's overcrowded, all this kind of stuff. And these are the same people who load you in rides and create the magic. They are the literal reason why you keep coming back to the park. They keep the park. What do we say? Park is clean, custodial. People are super nice. Everybody else and custodian. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, they, it makes no sense. And it if they makes keep no sense. treating their staff, if they keep underpaying their staff, they're gonna they're gonna notice a difference in the way that their staff behaves and the way their staff treats people. And then people are gonna want to not go there anymore, and it's gonna directly affect their bottom line. Yep. Agreed. P.S. I hate them. <laughs> and you know what? And so I love them. I was talking to, uh, I won't say this person's name because I don't know if we uh, need to to get into that, but uh, I was like, you know, I'm honestly at some weird kind of moral crossroads, I guess, when doing the show. And I think I talked about it on The Secret Show. I can't remember what show I talked about it on. But like, we're doing a show promoting a place that is just taking advantage of of its workers. And and none of us can afford to go to anymore. None of us can afford to go to (laughs) anymore. And I just, I don't know what to do about that. I still like what Disneyland was. I don't like what it's become, and I don't necessarily like where it's going. Um, but I don't want to stop doing the show, right? So I don't—I honestly don't know what to do. So if anybody has any ideas about what we can do, because I don't—I can't consciously, uh, morally tell you to keep going to this park when the, these people are on food stamps, working full time, helping you have the greatest vacation that moment ever, yeah, and. Um, I don't know, and I understand it happens. I understand that's the kind of business, but I don't like it. Maybe we should start tipping, <laughs> tipping like the Pirates of the Caribbean, like throw, throw fibers. <laughs> Why not? Some of I've tried to tip the people who do the face painting. They won't accept it. They're not allowed, and I think that there are eyes everywhere. 
Mm. Can we Probably. take sandwiches into the park and start handing out food or something? Sammy, seriously. You know, like, for real, dude. Here's an Uncrustable. Like, I right. am so sorry. It's not frozen anymore, though. Okay, here we go. Let's get real. Let's get real here. Jeremy said we should make a Hershey Park podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want, I mean, I honestly, I kind of wanted to start talking about other things to do in Anaheim, other things to do in the L.A. area. I want to go to Knott's Berry Farm next time we go to L.A. Never been, I haven't been since I was a little guy. I want to go just to see. Garbage? Why don't you say it in the microphone? Because I, are you afraid of Snoopy? Also, yeah. are you going to stalk you on Facebook? I don't. I just, Snoopy I don't wears like a vest that. sometimes. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of, of that park, but right. it is what it is. Well, but I think it'd be a cool show. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think it, it, it pays to be aware of where your dollar goes these days. These days, for sure. Yeah, babies are crazy these days. Avengers. <laughs> this is the big news. Okay. I think we want to talk about. Avengers and other superheroes to assemble in new themed areas at Disneyland Resort, which Terrence now gets his dream. Um, yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. At Disneyland Resort, the new superhero-themed land will be re- again recruiting guests in 2020. There's that terrible social media again. With even more <laughs> new experiences to follow. The Guardians of the Galaxy will be joined by Spider-Man and the Avengers in what will become a completely immersive superhero universe. Furthering the evolution of Disney California Adventure Park. This new land will be anchored by the popular Gardens of the Galaxy, uh, blah, 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 in the adjacent space that is currently occupied by a bug's land. Yay! <laughs> and it's tough, to be, uh, it's tough to be a bug. Closed March 19th already, so that's gone. Yes. And the rest of the land will close Aww. late this summer. I loved I It's Tough to be a Bug. Me I'm actually too. a little sad about it. Even I'm though super sad we've been it. talking about getting rid of... That land. I've always said since keep we it. started it. I love that land, and I think it's super. I think it was one of the most underrated parts of that park. I, I really do. I, Bugs I, land. I, Bugs I, land. Go to that, I thought it was super. This themed super cute. I yes, the rides were cute for two year olds. Except for Heimlich. Heimlich, Heimlich is great. Heimlich. 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 <laughs> Baby, what are you doing? I'm excited. Making noises. As part of the transformation, a transformative multi-year expansion announced for Disneyland Paris, the new Marvel-themed areas at Walt Disney Studio Park, whatever, that's Paris. So anyway, that's what I want to talk about a little bit today. Uh, they are killing a bug's land, much to Terrence's applause. I can't wait Finally. to tell Sam. He's going to be furious. <laughs> what? What? He likes Bugsland. Why is he wrong about everything no, when that's it comes to you. Disneyland? No. No, that is <laughs> no. absolutely you. No. How can he love Bugsland? Guardians of the Galaxy is the best ride ever. I never said that, but how can he like, like Bugsland? It's not even good. Because it what it the purpose that it because it served a purpose and it did it well. Bunch of little kids. And it did it all well. Up in that. I don't see okay. And it wasn't crowded. And it used the most it was it not actually crowded. You're right I about think that. as far I'm shouting cuz I'm heated. But um <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Bugsland it utilized out. its space the best out of any land in California Adventure. Okay? I don't know. Be- okay, well, look. There's there, a lot of things to do there in that small space. There were some bad rides. I think Heimlich's choo-choo train was cute. Awful. Jeremy loves it. Oh, Jeremy. And so, uh, by proxy, I have to love it, too. The um, Remember, Taryn, we tried to go on the Ladybug uh, bumper cars? Yes. And it was like, we were standing there in line, which there was no line, but we were waiting for the next round. And they were, I was like, oh, maybe they're just warming up, because they're... That you could basically you could basically lay on the ground and just steamroller faster than these things were going. Yeah. And the gal's like, you guys probably don't want to be on this but ride. But it's for small children. It's for small children, but right. they weren't even... So, uh, but I, so my point is, there are a couple rides that were misses. 
but I thought it was themed really cute. I thought a Bug's Life was super a uh, cute ride uh, thing, right? And um, I, I thank you very much. I just think that. I don't know. And again, Marvel is obviously doing much better than A Bug's Life well, ever yeah. did. And so I could see it. I understand why they're doing it. I just don't like it. I just don't like it. But it's going to draw people into that area and alleviate some of the pressure in Disneyland, hopefully. So I, 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 I understand I mean, it. Re- but also, sorry, they're upping the prices on you. And I say you because we don't have passes. They're upping the prices and killing an entire land. In the summer, another an- another more, land, more more area, more to area, not be able to access exactly. But you're paying extra for I'm it. So glad I have a pass right now. I'm so glad we didn't renew. Eh, baby's mm. baby's doing weird. Um, so anyway, you guys are happy, not happy. I don't. Um, I think that Bugs Land is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Because it, it it's Get a movie from a long time ago. Twenty plus years. It, yeah, but I mean that half the kids that are playing in that area haven't seen because it wasn't even like that popular think, of a movie at the time. Tell me, tell me five kids who have ever seen a Goofy movie before or a Goofy cartoon. But yeah, there's but Goofy Sky School. That's one has, ride. But they know the characters. I don't think they know the characters. I don't think they know who Flick and Ada and whoever else. Yeah, are. maybe. But Ab- I mean, Abby asks me to every time we go to Disneyland to ride that stupid choo-choo train. Not anymore. <laughs> Actually, I had worked something out with Jeremy the next time he was there that he would take her, so I wouldn't have to. Oh, oh my God, he would love it. He I would, know. He was he, like, I'll do it. You probably asked him, and he goes, "Well, nozzle." <laughs> and then you said, "Well, nozzle." Um, we're done, right? <laughs> no. No, keep going. I have a list. Uh, of what? Of my Of the, what could you possibly have a list on? I have a list of the pros and cons of them doing this. Are you course. kidding me? No, right. I'm dead serious. <laughs> Let's go. Wow. Let's do it, Terrence. Here are the cons. The lily pads are leaving. I liked the lily pads. It was a good little water thing for when it was hot. What are the lily pads? So it was basically... I love uh, the thing, and I don't know what it is. Like shooting... It would shoot water from the ground. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the that. water feature or yes. whatever. Yeah, yeah. That, right. That's leaving. Right. Also, it's the least busy churro cart in the entire park. Yeah. Okay. There's never anyone there. It's true. So, here's the pros. Marvel will no longer be in Disneyland. That's a huge pro to me. That you won't see Captain America, you won't see people like that walking around Tomorrowland. People like I've that. I've never what? seen that. Neither no, that happens all the time. No, and they're then, in the Hollywood Studios land of no, DCA, I'm sorry. bro. It's, they've been over to Disneyland, they've moved as well, but they will never be coming back. Okay. I like that. Um, I like the fact that Disney is now choosing to build around IP instead of... Uh, that's true. No, I'm sorry. They were in... Uh, Captain America was in the Inventions for a while, Thank you. right? Yep. Yeah. Um, I like that they're building around an IP instead of uh, a specific movie. I think I said Bugs, Bugs Land was too far removed from when the movie came out. Most people hadn't seen it. And I like that yeah, they're building around an IP look at the Little that people Mermaid. like as well. Yeah, but The Little Mermaid is a classic and Bugs, uh, Bugs Life is not. It could be. It could be, but you keep crapping all over it. Right. Do you like that movie? I've never seen that. Thank movie. you. Let's watch it right That's now. That's my point. That's we're gonna stay li- You know, we're gonna do a live Facebook of us watching a bug's life, but <laughs> drinking. That's that's not that every time Terrence doesn't like something, we'll drink. Oh, it's gonna be a lot then. I know, I'm just kidding. Trash. Um Trash. I like the fact that um they can now utilize the it's tough to be a bug theater. Oh wait, I'm sorry. So to go back to the Little Mermaid, so I I'm just saying the Little Mermaid as an example of you can't say that that it's been too long since that movie came out because it came out sooner than Little Mermaid. So your argument should be nobody knows the characters, not it's been too long. Because that argument no is invalid. No one knows the characters. Thank you. Okay. So. Um, I'm a genius now. Yeah, I don't know if you are. knew that. I'm a father. I know everything. 
I like the fact that they can do they can use a, it's tough to be a bug theater yeah. to do something. I hope they do it with uh, Wakanda, the land. I think from, that they're going to. Oh, that's great. That that is a, a lot of stuff that they could do with that. Or maybe well. Disney. I think Wakanda's coming to Disney World. Uh, Black well, Panther. Yeah, Black Panther. That's where he okay, lived yeah. in Africa. Um, okay. Uh, there. I like that California Adventure is starting to play into the adventure part of California Adventure uh-huh. a little bit more. Yeah. Um. As I. Like I said, the theming of Bugs of a Bugs Land was very good, but it was just kind of, I don't know, it was kind of boring. It was like a poor man's fantasy land. That's okay. the best way I can look at it. Yeah. Um, I think that this will help steal people away from some of the busier lines in DCA, as well as stealing people away from Star Wars land, hopefully. Why won't you steal away? Bum, bum. Da, da, da. Why won't you steal away into, into Wakanda? It's only right. Um, <laughs> I like that they're finally. Why won't you steal away? <laughs> That's actually. I've been stuck on Yacht Rock. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Um, I think they're I, they're finally beginning to utilize the park without expanding. This is really good. Can I would you like- do me a favor and just remove the kid from the studio, please? Because hiccups are cute to us, but probably not to everybody else. <laughs> She was fine in the thing. We couldn't really hear him. Um, they're not doing a Toy Story Land mm-hmm. as well. Uh, this probably, well, they're not going to do a Marvel Park as mm-hmm. well. There's a lot of stuff, and I think the, the last one is that I hope this means we get to keep Monsters Inc. And the reason why I say that is because uh, the, the the article says that we that the the anchor will be Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. and if they're removing all of Hollywood Land and Monsters Inc to bring in a Captain America ride I would think that would probably be the anchor. So if they're if they're not doing that if that's not going to be the anchor hopefully they don't do that and they lead, let us keep Monsters Inc in that whole area as well. Yeah, I I, I agree and I, I'd be interested to see what they do with that land sort of kitty corner to Cars Land uh-huh. which backs up to a Bugs Land mm-hmm. I think oddly mm-hmm. enough. So maybe they could have a smaller Marvel land like right. a jumping off point. Right. And then that would just phase into larger rides, Marvel rides kind of in the other in the adjacent area. Yeah. That would be interesting too. But uh I don't know I, that's big news. That's huge news when they're just killing off a land. They haven't done that in forever. I don't. When was the last time they killed off an entire land in Disneyland? I mean, besides Paradise Pier, I guess, but that doesn't really count. Um, I can't even think of a time they do. I mean, they killed off Fantasyland in the yeah, but to like re, to like redo it. Oh, so Critter, Country. Critter Country. Critter Country still exists. No, yeah, no they yeah. only took out uh, Country Bear, so they really don't kill. Like they did. They've redone. the ranch and stuff. But that was part of Frontier. Like, they haven't killed off an entire land. But, um, yeah. like, they'll, they'll redo Tomorrowland. No, can you just pull her out entirely? She's getting louder. Thank you. Sorry, baby. Sorry, but you're kicked out of the studio. You're not on the show yet. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it's good. I'm glad it's leaving. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Sorry if no one agrees with me as normal, but we it'll be relevant. It's going to be relevant again. To more people, I, the way I look you're at it. right. You're, you're you're right. You're right. I guess my my thing is just because not everybody loves it, do you have to get rid of it? Like there are people who really enjoy it, and so what about those people? But maybe I'm too sensitive. No, so nobody weird. knows those characters because they've they they're so old. Monsters Inc. came out in 2001. <laughs> That's only a three year difference. How busy is that ride? Not Mon- busy at all. Exactly because it's getting you further. Keep that ride, but I. I like it, yes, but it's getting further and further away. And if you're not, but here's the difference between Monsters Inc. and uh, Bugs uh, Bugs Life: 
is there's a Monsters Inc. too. There's the there's the mm. the prequel. Okay, and so there they still did something with that with that movie and those cast of characters. Um, you know that's why they can still have the, all the MU gear and all that stuff that yeah, they have down there. I know. Bugs, Bugs I Life know. was literally one movie that competed with Ants, and then it was done. All right. Okay, Terrence so. is right. A Bug's Life 2 might be in the works following this hint from Disney Pixar. This was posted in February 2018. First of all, it's 2018. Sorry. Let's get real here for a second. Just reading an article heading. Okay. I apologize for not okay. saying numbers correctly. No, it's fine. Hey, it's all right. Uh, well, I would do feedback, but Taryn is off with the baby. Mothering. Yeah, so we're not going to do feedback. Do you want me to jump over? Is it if it's up? I can read it. I don't know if it's up. You want to look? Might be up. We'll see. Terrence, take care of our baby. That awful song stuck in my head. Thanks. Steal, Steal away. away. Into the night. Bob Seger. Oh, I don't know. Feedback three twenty three. Yeah. That's it. All right. What's up? Go ahead and read it. I'm not reading it. Terrence, go ahead and read, read it. read. Okay. Oh. Sound it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a hard one. Tay. National Preservation Society. Feedback today is brought to you by uh, Sabres and Superpowers podcast. You can find that on uh, earsup-podcast.com. All right. So, um, all right. Why do you sound so much bassier on Terrence? This is kind of weird. I don't know. Go ahead. Oh, man. I'm going to have to. Is there? I think there's just one. Okay. From Clayton. Clayton, yes. I wish I was able to read this first. All right. So listening to the last show, and you're saying that you're... <laughs> I can't... I, I wanna, Clayton likes emails, man. I know, but I need to skim Kid it. Kid loves emails. make sure there's nothing in I there. I think Taryn... This is a Google Doc. This is a doc. I think she's already... Um, Taryn trims it. things down from okay. everybody, not just Clayton's. Clayton, don't worry about okay. it. Get off the ledge. All right. So this is from Clayton. Listening to the last show, and you're saying that you're a mid-tier pass folk, but spend money counter to Disney's opinion of mid-tier pass holders. Yes. I thought, why doesn't Disney use pass holder uh, uh, recipes from previous year as your factor for next year's annual pass price? You get credit for having spent money in the park. So basically, if you are spending a lot of money in the park, then you get some credit. Or like entertainment clubs who have a two-drink minimum, for instance. I think he meant receipt instead of recipe. I think he meant receipt. Yeah, he said recipe. Yeah. All right. So let me start again. Or maybe he means recipes. (laughs) I don't know. All right. Clayton is... uh, Who knows? He has some ideas, man. Okay, so last year's uh, receipts uh, as a factor for next year's annual pass price. Okay. Makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, or like entertainment clubs who have a two-drink minimum, for instance. Why don't they sell annual passes but require you buy X-value Disney bucks at the gate each time you enter, guaranteeing that you're spending some money in the park? Would it be that hard to make premium passes like 700 bucks, but if you go to the park 15 times... Um, and ha- and have to buy twenty to thirty five dollars uh, worth of Disney bucks each time you enter. Then you'd recoup. Then they'd recoup, and it would encourage less people to go to the parks who don't have money that day. Does that make sense to you guys? Yes. Okay. I like my ideas less and less as I type. <laughs> but maybe it could springboard a fun talk amongst yourselves. Or just ignore this email altogether. And thank you for your time. Aww. I'm glad I could still another three minutes of sleep. You didn't need it anyways. Clayton. It's true. Um, I, I see what he's saying, and I thought it would be a good exercise to kind of talk about a little bit briefly, a little armchair imagineering. 
which again, another podcast has stolen that, but that's okay. Uh, it's fine. <clears throat> I'm not bitter about it all. Um, what I, I think some of his ideas are good, but I think why not instead of a yearly pass, you buy you buy days like a like a subway punch card. Not maybe that's not really a thing, but you buy you pre buy you pre buy thirty days in the park. Okay, you a little discount, and you can use them whenever, and that's it. Like you know what I mean? So you don't have to. It takes the pressure off of of having to go. The part of the reason Taryn and I went so much is because we felt we needed to game the system right, and get right. in for free all the time. But then we would go in and buy a bunch of stuff, and it would just it would cost too much, so we wouldn't go as often. So why not? Why not? Hey, you do like what sports teams do, like sharks, San Jose Sharks, ten game pack, five game pack, three game pack. You get uh, tick, two tickets for three day, for three games. You get an entry for three days, or you get entry for ten days, or five days, or right. whenever, and and that's it. And it, you can do it monthly. You can re up. I mean, I guess there's a three day park hopper. Don't they do but, that? It's called. Tickets. But don't but don't those expire? <laughs> they do after you use the first the first day. You have to expires. go within a certain amount. Yeah. Well, no, once they've been used, they expire. But I think once you buy, if you buy like a three-day park hopper, if you don't use it, no, it's no, I'm, not. Sure. I'm, I'm saying like if you buy oh, a pack I of 10 days okay. and you go down for three days and then you come back and you can't go for another eight months, you bank, you're not you losing the, the rest of the You bank the days. Yeah. Well, but I still, I, th- I mean, I think that they would have to have some form of an expiration date on them. Like Why? At the end of the year. Why? Because. So they don't roll over. So who cares if they roll over? Because. Because money. So, Okay. Okay, I understand. It may not matter if it rolls over, but the difference between a uh, 10-game package for the Sharks versus that is that you have specific days that you're going to Sharks. And games. you're buying them for a season. Mm-hmm. Right, and so that's that's a difference. Now, if they did that and you have to buy for specific days, that's actually a better way to manage crowds as well, where they have a specific number of of quote-unquote pass holders that are allowed in per day, and they section it off that way. Um, because the majority of the people who are going into the park are locals with passes. That's the majority of the people going in. They're not getting the majority of their people going in being people who are coming from out of town, going in and buying a ticket. Um, I kind of like half. Yeah, I kind of yeah. like the punch card idea. I kind of like that idea. Well, and guys, then, I guess we're not original or that smart because Jeremy said Walt Disney World used to have a non-expiring ten-day pass pack, and they don't anymore. They should bring it back. They should bring it back. <laughs> what do you miss about Walt Disney World? I miss the 10-pack. Anyway, I thought it was a good idea, but uh, maybe not. <clears throat> um, well, sorry, Taryn. <laughs> You're, you, you got replaced. Okay, let's do let's do the fact of the show, and we're done, right? That's it? Anything else we want to talk about? Steal away is still stuck in my head. Why won't you... Find the note. Do, do, do. Is I it possible to, for us to go out on that? <laughs> no, because I, I, I have to cut <laughs> it out. And, it's, yeah, it's a whole thing. Uh, here we go. Fact of the show. When Disneyland first opened, there were about 20 eateries spread out throughout the park. Walt dubbed his collection the Kingdom of Good Eating. Huh. Where your meal would be one of your most pleasant memories, no matter where you chose to eat. And where one, Walt once declared that coffee was only really worth a dime leading the VP of Advertising and Sales to insist that Disneyland will always have a 10-cent cup of coffee, which changed the year Walt died. The publicity team for the park had a different name for it. Instead of the Kingdom of Good Eating, they called it Thematic Feeding. What? (laughs) Where the food or method of service was themed to the area. 
Uh, which, anyway, I like these two pieces of information because it shows that even back then, Walt had a vision and a way with words that some of the had some of the polish taken off it by the front facing that folks. That others yeah. don't. And we're kind of seeing that still, like to this mm-hmm. day, where they're calling it thematic feeding. First of all, as a guest, you never want to be told that you're being fed. Feeding. Right. Like, right. Feeding. Like, it's time for your feeding. <laughs> Except, you know, our baby. Right. Well, anyway. <laughs> Walt, Walt was wrong. The kingdom of good eating. Fever. It also shows that Walt had some pretty bad ideas. The kingdom of good eating. That's terrible. It's pretty bad. What? Is that even grammatically correct? Why not? It's Disney. It sounds stupid. I'll, I'll give you that. Okay. That's that's fair enough. Okay, thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. Thanks for putting up with this Disney news-only show. We're going to try to have a show for you, a proper show with a proper topic on our next live show on the 28th of March. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, thank you to Taryn for taking care of our child and for... Having our child, I guess, in the first place, a little baby Alice, and you'll be hearing more about her as we progress through life and uh, continue on with this podcast in any Disney way possible. Um, I'm going to try to be not so negative about the Disney price increases and Bob Iger's things and whatever. I'm going to try not to bring it up too much, um, but uh, <laughs> you know, it, I can't promise you anything. Uh, and if you're in a social club and object to anything Terrence says, don't stalk him on Facebook. He's a very sensitive man. All right, everybody. Until next time, we'll see you in the parks.